This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of I Want to Matter. Your life is too short and too precious to waste. Written and narrated by New York Times bestseller Kathy Lee Gifford. Available now everywhere you get audiobooks. Welcome to The Table Podcast, where we discuss issues of God and culture. Brought to you by Dallas Theological Seminary. Well, let's turn our attention to the one movie we did want to talk about. And yes. I, I'm, before we, uh, you know, one of the dangers of talking about a film is you can spoil it for people who haven't seen it. And uh, I, I want to start here because this is a, in my view, this is a good movie. It's very different than what Hollywood normally does. That's true. But it's a very good, well done uh, movie. It has not done very well in the box office, which is. Um, I think disappointing in yeah. many ways, yeah. um, and I'm not sure why that is. I've, I think it's a marketing thing. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm not sure that they. I'm not sure that it was marketed in a way that we actually understood what the movie was about. Interesting. Because when I when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to be honest, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm yeah, honest yeah. at this point. Oh, y'all know I'm candid. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Um, when I first saw it, it almost looked like a blindside two yes. kind of deal. Well, that was where, certainly how it was promoted. You know, yeah. and it with it being a vehicle for Reese with a right. spoon Academy um, right. Award winner uh, Reese with a spoon, and from an African American standpoint, uh-huh. particularly, yeah, like we. We get a little nervous, uh-huh. you know. You almost hold your breath and go, yeah. "Okay, is this going to be another one of those where we're going to save the Africans?" Yeah, kind of yeah. like, I mean, yeah. you know, and what what yeah. does that do? Yeah. And so there was a bit of a pause, and I even know in in my own conversations uh-huh. with educated black folk, uh-huh. it was kind of like a, "Oh no," you know, like is is this going to be what it's going to be? So they missed an entire kind of population audience. audience in the way that it was marketed. Interesting. The story is not a Reese Witherspoon story. No, not at all. It is not. Yeah. And so when I went, I was I was surprised. Uh-huh. But I mean, I'm bawling through the film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was so caught off guard. It is an emotional and moving experience. Exactly correct. To me is what it is what filmmaking is about. Now, right. is it the most excellent film yeah. that I've yeah. ever seen? Uh, you know, give yeah. or take. It yeah. is a good film. Yeah. And it is a moving film. Yeah. And it is a well-made film yeah. with a great story. That's right. And and I want to see that. Right. And I want my friends to see that. Right. So I think the mar- – I'm not sure That's if they knew exactly how to market it. observation. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I, again, I'm back to this conversation I had with the screenwriter about this movie. And uh, uh, and what I said to her was, you know, you've promoted it as kind of about the Lost Boys of the Sudan. That That's, that's what I saw coming in. I said, mm-hmm. but this really is a film – about immigration and a cross-cultural experience yes. in spades. Yes. What is it to actually change worlds, to have your life lived in one environment with mm-hmm. one set of reality mm-hmm. all around you all the time and all of a sudden be thrust into another environment for Maybe which you have not it. been prepared at all? And um, you know the the scene where they're trying to figure out what a telephone is, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, it's so vividly portrayed yeah. what it is to be in a cross cultural environment and what 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 that person goes through who is, I think, 
it has a location, but they're completely dislocated. Ex- oh, that's good. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and so you watch this happen, and you go, whoa. And so I said to her, I think there's a whole immigration line to this movie about the portrayal of what what immigration means for the immigrant. Yes. Um, that, that was totally – missing yeah. in any of the promotion. And I said, yeah. that seems to me to be a second line that would be very, very valuable. I tell anyone who thinks about what does it mean for someone to come to America out of a cultural context that's completely different than the completely modern different. Western world, mm-hmm. um, boy, do you see that uh, very clearly, clearly. Mm-hmm. portrayed. Subtly, it's not, it's not in your face. It's just such a part of the story that you yeah. can't miss it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was, it was about family mm-hmm. and heritage, mm-hmm. and um, I was fascinated and exuberant that they included how much lineage, mm-hmm. how important that is mm-hmm. um, in African, and then you know, for it's a us, roots experience. It really is. Yeah, like their identity. Mm-hmm was shaped mm-hmm. around their heritage and right. they never lost that. Right. And that formed their worldview, um, you know, and in addition to them having such a this strong kind of faith mm-hmm. line running right. because because the boys had so you know, they were just It was all they had to hold on to. It was all to. they had to hold on to. Yeah. And it was so prevalent. Um so I yeah, I'm I think it is disappointing as well because Literally, I'm not sure if it even stayed in the theater in L.A. for more than three weeks. Because when I went to go see it, it had moved. Like the only theater that it was left playing was like in Torrance, which was like 45 minutes away. I literally had to like – You had to take your passport to go to the movies. Oh, my goodness. It took me an hour and a half. That's a 45 – That's right. It's a 45 minute L.A. is the place where 500,000 people are going (laughs) to the same place you are. I mean, yeah, that's right. So it took me an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. Um, But it was worth – Every, it was worth every second mm-hmm. because I – it completely caught me off guard in mm-hmm. terms of my expectation based on what I had seen. Right. Right, in terms of the marketing. Right. So I I wish that, that it – and they still have time. I mean, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll – um, it is definitely able to do some different yeah. things. But I, yeah. I do wish – because it does make a difference in the theater how well yeah. it does or, or right. doesn't do. Um, so I wish I wish it had done a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, this is one where I'm hoping that the life that it has after its release in the theaters is, is of a different sort. Than, yeah. And that can sometimes happen yeah. uh, than the, the situation in the theater. Because I, I think it's a powerful story. It's powerfully yeah. told. It's got a lot of interesting values. It deals with what it means to be a war orphan. Uh, in yep. a very powerful way, it it deals with the um, I don't know what other word to use the arbitrariness of how some people manage to get out and other people don't, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it plays with that theme uh, pretty effectively, oh, uh, ra- raising you know. And part of the reason I think that story is told is to raise the question about how generous should we be about how we provide opportunity for people, that kind of thing. It's raising mm-hmm. those kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. So it really is, from that standpoint, I think a pretty interesting uh, film. And and I, it's it's well shot, well written. The, That's what I said. Well made. The pay, I mean, when I say it's not standard Hollywood fare, the thing that, that struck me in watching it is there were times when I felt like 
and maybe and I should have realized this looking at who the director was. It struck me at points as being more like a European character study film than a Hollywood film, which yes. Americans generally don't process so well. That's true. Um, that's true. Uh, but the filmmaker is not American. Yeah, so that's right. The filmmaker is Canadian, uh-huh. and um, and I mean his first film kind of into the American mm-hmm. I mean not he, he was nominated for an Academy Award uh-huh. for foreign language film uh-huh. with that one but it was you know it, it was similar to this in that regard yeah. and you're right where you were picking up on yeah. is the European sensibilities um, and the way the, a different way of telling the yeah, story yeah they tell the story by really developing characters. characters yeah and and it's yeah. not the action and it's not the music and it's yeah. not everything that goes around the story the, yeah. the story is really the story in those movies. But that's why I I really that's why I really got involved in it mm-hmm. because it was story. Oh, it pulls you right in. I um I was reading an article uh-huh. about Emmanuel Jaw who played Paul. Yes. The young the younger of the boys. The guy who gets caught into up into drugs when he comes yes. to the states. Yes. Yeah. And he he actually is a Sudanese uh, uh, refugee survivor, mm-hmm. and he was a, a soldier. He was a, a child, a child soldier. Yeah. Um, so of course, um, but here's what he said, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we're talking about story. Yeah. In this in this particular article where he was interviewed, he said, "I believe in sharing stories. When you share stories, they create a beam of light that can be shown in darkness, and the evil fades away." Hmm. We're African. We like to tell stories. Coming to the Western world, working in films, Hollywood films, I think it's just another form of storytelling. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I connected with this film mm-hmm. because it was a well-told story. Yeah, absolutely. And, But that's what we're doing. The reason why I was in mm-hmm. the program here uh-huh. at Dallas Seminary uh-huh. with media uh-huh. and the arts yep. is – to develop and understand story. Mm-hmm. What we do in ministry on a weekly basis mm-hmm. is we are working with story. Yeah, well, that's what we're expounding. Expounding what, the story. The, the story. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. What we're doing in Hollywood is working with story. If we can, as a Christian community, and you know, as our, our fellow brothers and sisters and seminarians and, and all of us that have been called to tell the story, mm-hmm. if we understand the power of story, mm-hmm. then we literally, I believe God uses that to transform our world. Mm. I don't know that it's, uh, it is possible, and I guess anything's possible, but I don't know that it's possible to go sit through this film and, and completely not, you know, just completely walk away unfazed at all. Yeah. You go on if you go on the journey of the story, mm-hmm. you will come out in some way. You will be touched in some capacity. Oh yeah, you know? because it's operating at so many different levels. I mean, there's the there's the scene early on, and again, I'm sorry for uh, getting into the story <laughs> too much. Alert. Yeah, um, but there's <laughs> the scene or early on where the, where the kids are going through trying to just simply survive and avoid being killed. Yeah. And uh, with that portrayed very, very powerfully, very, very vividly. Yeah. Uh, completely different kind of scenario in trying to – how do they survive when they walk into a job and they're just trying to figure 
about you know what a grocery store is yes. you know uh, yeah. what a what a uh, what a metal plant is you know the different places where they where they've managed to be placed for jobs for without jobs. really having much qualification to do what they're doing other than the generosity of the people who who work to get them placed I mean there's the, the film is a constant exercise in in finding locations in places where you are feel very much displaced, mm-hmm. and uh, and and from that standpoint, it's a it, it's just it, it it's it's dealing with the human tendency to try and survive as yes. as, as as best one can on the basis of very limited uh, a very limited toolbox that they can bring for coping with what it is that they're facing because they're constantly adjusting to all the new stuff that they're having to experience. Can we talk about the title? Yeah, I think absolutely. the title scares Christians away. Yeah, okay. The good lie. Yeah, yeah. What good Christian? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wants to go see a film called The Good Lie. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> I, I think that's a good point. Uh, it, it's a good point about The Good Lie. And, and of course, the, in the midst of the film, they explain where the expression comes explain. from out of Mark Twain. And yes. there's there's this it, – it, it, it would almost be the way to say it is um, there's an irony here. Mm-hmm. That's really what the film is about. That's what it's saying. It, yeah. it, is there's an irony here that what you have at the surface is not really what's going on at the Underneath. depth. Mm-hmm. And 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 so, and so as strange as it sounds, the phrase "the good lie" is actually when you see the story, it's a good. It, it is a good metaphor for what's well, going, what on, going on. But it's story. so. Uh, capable of being misunderstood at, misunderstood. The, in, at the initial level that yep. you go, why? This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of Nine Lives and Counting, a bounty hunter's journey to faith, hope, and redemption, written by Dwayne Dog the Bounty Hunter Chapman. Nine Lives and Counting not only offers a fresh perspective on well-known life events, but also ventures into behind-the-scenes territory and backstories never shared publicly. Nine Lives and Counting is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Visit thomasnelson.com slash audio to learn more. Yeah. So I think, you know, if we if we look at and deconstruct right. so many different barriers right. that could come to getting the film to the actual audience who l- would love the film, right? I think there were so you've got an ethnic barrier, you've got a foreign barrier, you've got a, a yeah. style movie barrier, you've got a yeah. title barrier. The title, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, beating it, the movie it to is death. What it is. Yeah, it, and but it's sad because I do believe that it is a film that we, as a faith family, would really be able to identify with, and and again. It surprised me. Mm-hmm. So the at the first moment when I started bawling, it wasn't even like a, a you know, like the the one tear comes uh-huh. down. I mean, yeah. I'm in the theater like yeah. ugly cry, yeah, yeah. bawling, and yep. I'm like, pull it together. Yeah, no, I didn't you get know, through like, the film either. Together, like, <laughs> yeah. Pull it together. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself like, pull it together, Naima, pull it together. Mm-hmm. But I am bawling, and and I'm like. But and then I'm surprised that I'm bawling because it came up. Yeah, it came up, and I was just like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Yeah. But it's 
an incredibly human experience. And as fellow human beings, it is so – it's hard to watch mm-hmm. the wages of war right. and not feel the impact of it, right. particularly when it affects our children. Right. Um, and if there's any – um, any feeling for mm-hmm. children whatsoever mm-hmm. in that depth. Mm-hmm. If we're free enough, meaning right. we are in and of ourselves free enough to experience and go on that journey. Right. I, you know, but that wasn't the first time. Like it happened several times during the film, and yeah. maybe I'm just a little bit more touchy. I mean, you no. know, we are no. artists, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more touchy than others. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that you're yeah. gonna go and cry through the That's whole movie, right. but. Um, Several times that happened where it, it caught me by surprise, and then I'm bawling, uh-huh. you know? And I think one, not to spoil it, but one of the, when one of the, the events happened, the scripture that came to my mind was, greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Okay, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Go go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I, and that, that scripture was embodied, mm-hmm. and it was... That's love. Mm-hmm. That is God's pure. That's the gospel. Mm-hmm. What just happened right there? Mm-hmm. That that's the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I'm bawling. Mm-hmm. You know, one at what had happened, mm-hmm. and then two at the the sheer understanding of this is this is what God was willing to do. Like this is what Jesus is willing to do. Mm-hmm. Give His life in exchange. You know, for for us, for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and and I just wept. You know, um, so I I I think the movie in and of itself. I hope that some of the the clout can push it along, and particularly during award season, mm-hmm. um, because there are some surprises that come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, truthfully, the Academy is still just six thousand people, mm-hmm. so it's still a very small community of people that's actually deciding. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, depending on their um, their academy campaign and mm-hmm. how much resources they have, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't know that either. Mm-hmm. Like academy movies are usually won by the amount of resources you have for your academy award campaign mm. to those six thousand people. Mm. Um, so, depending on you know whatever resources the studio has left, um, if they are able to get it into the hands of of the people who could genuinely have those experiences, then I think it'll it'll have another life it'll after. Another life, yeah. Because there's several films that have life after mm-hmm. the award season because they did so well during the award season. Mm-hmm. And because the director is already an Academy Award winning, uh, an Academy Award nominee, mm-hmm. For his first film, then that could add to it, and of course, you know, with with Reese and Ron mm-hmm. Howard and all of those, it, it mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. it could possibly um, add to it. So we'll yeah. see, we'll yeah. see. Um, yeah, but well, needless to say, I, I am telling my friends. I mean, after that experience, because uh-huh. I mean, my husband, you know, he's like, "Well, how was it?" I'm like, <gasps> and then, was, and then, was, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and you are t- it wasn't that it was that bad. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I was I was wonderfully surprised by this, and it's it's really made like an independent film. Mm-hmm. It's not you know That's you're right. right. It's not made with the huge kind of glitz and glam. It's mm-hmm. made as a character journey mm-hmm. in the life of these you know these um, boys and their you know and their sister and man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an interesting film, and yeah. it certainly is uh, revealing. 
Um, and, and I think you're right. It had it has tons of hurdles. Actually, one of the questions I was going to ask you, yeah. you've already alluded to, and that is. Um, there, you know, one of the things that is difficult for this movie is it's about a subject that most Americans don't think about at all, which is it's about it's about a war in Africa and Africans coming to the United States. I mean, that's a, that's a formula for box office success. <laughs> so, so, so here yeah. here was the question. You did allude to this: is that is it for African Americans to watch this film? Uh, what it, what is what is that like? I mean, is is that a dimension of the of the way um, some segments of, of our community would would respond to the film? Um, I think that one. I think that well. Oh, that's loaded. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's loaded. Um, there's such division mm-hmm. between. Lots of times, Africans and African Americans, mm-hmm. that sometimes there is, it takes a lot to get us on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, would it be a scenario where if the filmmakers decided to market it to African Americans, off the bat, African Americans would go, oh, we need to see this film about our African brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That might be a hurdle, mm-hmm. but that's just because we still have a long way to go in terms of reconciliation in our own communities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I believe mm-hmm. actually um, does work mm-hmm. is the highlight of the, I'll go back to what I originally said, mm-hmm. heritage. Mm-hmm. Like the the parts of our stories that are common mm-hmm. and that mean the most to us, if those are highlighted, we want to see that film. Because mm-hmm. I don't know any one of my friends that is not pouring into their children heritage and who isn't um, willing and or excited about a film that pushes forth the importance of heritage. Mm. That is very that is a value in our community mm-hmm. and one that we are grieved about when it is not um, when it is not present. So we we will go back and tie a lot of the the um, a lot of the disparity and a lot of the things that are still kind of reeling out of control. We can tie a lot of that to heritage mm-hmm. and not knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and not knowing that you know that you have some value and some place mm-hmm. in society, when we don't have that knowledge, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. just you know, it's just a free for all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sto- this particular story, heritage is so important to the family, and how they identify one another, even when you know they've you know are trying to get back together again. The reason why they know who they are is because of. Heritage, hmm. uh, and and the act of heritage, and that is crucial in my family. It's crucial in the the lives of my peers, and we all relate to that. The reason why the Cosby Show was number one mm-hmm. in the nation mm-hmm. when it was on television mm-hmm. for you know almost eight seasons. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because one, it was universal enough that everybody could relate, but two. 
there was so much heritage poured into those 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was 24, and now it's 22 because we got more commercials. Yeah, there you go. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there was so much heritage mm-hmm. packed into those 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we as African Americans celebrated because Cosby celebrated our heroes in mm-hmm. such a way that brought them out of the shadows mm-hmm. into the light. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at living legends mm-hmm. that a lot of people would never know. Mm-hmm. And we, we it was it just it just did something. Mm-hmm for you. You know, it does mm-hmm. something for mm-hmm. you. And I'm not saying that there's pride or anything. That's not yeah. it at all. It's just this is who we are. It's affirmation. And we have a, it's affirmation, yeah. yes. So to answer your question, yeah. it's, that is a loaded question, but mm-hmm. the, the way that I can go to it or to answer it has more to do with if they had highlighted the heritage piece because that is a core value in our community. Mm-hmm. I believe there would have been, there could be mm-hmm. more of a um, of a common ground mm. um, of being able to to share that because that that's that's core whether you're African or African American. That is just the core of who we are. We we want to know who we are, and our heritage means a lot to us. Well, as you can tell, there's, there's a lot about this film. It's hard to talk about a film without being able to tell the story and spoil it. But anyway, but this is a film that if you get the chance to see it, I, I think yeah. without a, a blink of an eye, I would say do take advantage That's of it. it. It's a I, I, it's one of those films that where you not only uh, feel for the for what the people are going through, but you actually learn something in watching the film about a certain kind of experience that people have gone through. Many people have gone through. It is based. I think this is important to say. It is based on on a. Tr- true set of experiences that many people had. They went to a lot of trouble to get actors who came out of the context and heritage that that is being portrayed. So – so this was done with a lot of thought, mm-hmm. and and I think you see that it's not your normal thing. It, you know, if you go to the movies primarily to be entertained and to escape, it's not an escape movie. <laughs> You're escaping no. nothing <laughs> if you go see this. That's uh, good. That's uh, good. But but it is yeah. but it is a film that will make you reflect on what on how people should treat one another, yeah, and. And and so from that standpoint, it's very very valuable. Well, yeah. now I'm, I thank you again for coming in and talking with you us know, about welcome. about um, kind of the latest of what's going on and faith in film. And we'll be we'll be keeping at this apparently. Yes. I, th- I, I think I think you've been hired on <laughs> and uh, and and keep us posted. We trust that your doctoral studies goes well and that you can you can hit the. I know. You hit, hit the stop hit, button. It means you've ended, and hit the go, <laughs> the go button. button <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So we're pressing to May. That is the the uh, the speculated graduation date. Uh-huh. So prayerfully, um, May of 2015, I will be walking across that graduate or doing cartwheels. If you turn on the, the recording, and <laughs> that whoosh that you feel. <laughs> <laughs> you see somebody yeah. like do a cartwheel across the stage. That might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be me. I just got to figure out a way to keep the hat. Yeah. To keep the hat yeah. on. I, mean, I, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. I love it. I love yeah. it. But thank you so much for having me again. I love um, being able to dialogue, and this is always good. And, and what you guys are doing here with the podcast and with the center, mm-hmm. we we applaud and say great job. Thank, well, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. 
Well, thank you again, Ima. I really appreciate it. And we thank you for being a part of the table, and we look forward to having you back with us again. Thanks for listening to The Table Podcast. For more podcasts like this one, visit dts.edu slash the table. Dallas Theological Seminary. Teach truth. Love well. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.